This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Between You and Me. Today we are on episode number nine. Wow, (laughs) that's crazy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I was just counting to make sure it was number nine. Um, We have had a long season so far. Now, before we get into what we're going to talk about today, I wanted to talk a little bit about just this podcast in general. Um, I've had so much fun making all of these episodes and talking to you guys and getting deep and talking about funny stories and talking about my life, what I've learned, and really sharing another level of me with you guys through this podcast. So it's really been such a good journey and a learning experience for sure because I have never done something like this before. I've never started something that I didn't really have any knowledge of whatsoever and just threw myself into it without any preparations and I mean I did I did prepare but like without any real understanding of what it took and learning throughout this process of what it takes to host something like this and the time and effort um, that you have to put into it to create something and you know follow through with it it's just been really eye-opening and really rewarding with how much I've seen you guys enjoy it and I've seen you guys um love to listen to it and your positive responses so with that being said thank you guys so much for supporting me and this podcast and for being fans of between you and me um for context on the future this season and i've decided to break up the podcast into seasons which is what most people do this season i am going to be doing 10 episodes so we have one episode after this and then we're going to be taking a little break where i'm going to be obviously you know, adding different elements to the podcast, changing it up a little bit, doing a little bit of a rebrand, and then hopefully within a couple more weeks launching the second season. So I just wanted to let you guys know that so you know in the future that's what's coming. Um, Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be able to switch things up, have some potential guests in season two, have different topics to talk about, um, a different vibe, Yeah, things like that. So I want you guys to get excited for that. If you don't already follow the Instagram for this podcast, it's at Between You and Me Podcast. That's where you're going to be able to keep up to date with this. I normally try and, you know, repost stuff on my main Instagram for the people who don't follow on Between You and Me Podcast. But if not, just make sure you're following that Instagram because it's important to keep up to date with this and for what's to come in future seasons. So 
For today, we are going to be talking about a very, very significant subject, I feel like. And the idea that I felt like we could talk about was being alone, but not lonely. So let's get right into that. So I've definitely touched on the aspects of being alone and growing this relationship with yourself. And in the episode where I talked about self-love, I think that really is a huge element of being comfortable with being alone. But there's also another aspect to this that is important to think about. And it's the idea of being okay with being alone, especially with the way our world is and the way our society is and with the way that the idea of being alone just automatically means that you're lonely. But to me, being alone is really important. And being able to be happy alone, to do things alone, to survive alone, to complete daily tasks alone, navigate your feelings alone, work alone, these things are so extremely important to have a grasp on in your life, especially when you're in this like really prime age range of your life where being alone is very important, I think is in your early 20s because this is when you're really finding out who you are. In younger years, you're surrounded by so many people. In high school, you're always with others. You're always with your friends, seeing them every single day in a steady routine of being social, um, whether you like it or not, realistically, because you have to see people at high school. You have to do your extracurriculars. You have to go to work. You have to see other people, right? But after a certain age, you finally kind of flow into your own lifestyle by yourself and that's when it can get tricky because you have to create this space for being alone while balancing that out with your relationships and your friendships and spending time with other people in your life and a lot of the times it can be hard because people are so stuck on the idea that being alone is equivalent to loneliness and realistically nobody wants loneliness. Everybody's actually, in my opinion, working to not be in a state of loneliness. Everybody is kind of craving connection with other people because they don't want to be sat in this level of isolation or being by themselves or feeling this element of like, They don't have a connection with other people and they are in a lack mindset rather than being content with being by themselves. So it can be really seen as a negative thing, but to me, I think it's all about your mindset of being alone. Because of course, having companionship and love surrounding you is equally important, but sometimes life gets so busy and hectic that we forget to prioritize being alone. And some people don't even think being alone is important at all. When I was young, I hated being alone in any situation because from my childhood, if I was, you know, showing up to school without my friends or even when I was a teenager and all of my friends were in relationships and I was single, I hated the idea of not having anybody to be close to me or to do things with or to talk to all the time because I wasn't comfortable being alone. It felt uncomfortable. It felt like I wasn't content enough to be by myself 
that I didn't want to ever be alone. And that's something that I look at now that I'm like really glad that I've learned to appreciate time by myself because I don't think that's happened until recently because I think for a long time up until like maybe a couple years ago I I still had this craving to be with others and I still had this constant need to want to spend time with other people and days that I was by myself felt a lot worse because I didn't have this strong relationship with myself and I didn't feel like it was worth you know, putting in any effort to have a relationship with myself because everybody in the world is working towards connections with other people. But what about the connection with yourself, right? And I think that the world makes you believe that if you're alone, you are lonely. You are a loser. You're isolating yourself. You're not social. You're not popular. But in reality, that's not the case. So (laughs) I want to talk to you guys about ways that you can be alone but not lonely. And I think it's really all about strengthening your relationship with yourself and being aware of the time that you spend by yourself rather than just kind of hating the time that you're by yourself. I think the first thing that's really important to think about is that you are enough. Like, you are able to be alone and be content, even if you don't feel like it right now. Even if right now you feel like if you spent two, three days by yourself, you would hate it. You need to first off start off with changing that mentality in terms of I hate being alone. I don't like this to I can be alone. It's not that bad. It's actually quite relaxing. It's actually quite enjoyable. I think spending time by myself is good. And I'm not talking about isolating yourself for weeks on end and canceling plans with people and not wanting to be social with others because that's when it gets to a point where you're creating this isolation for yourself. And like I said at the beginning, there needs to be balance. So just knowing that you are capable of being by yourself and being content is kind of the first step because a lot of the times it starts off with you not feeling like you can even be happy by yourself whatsoever. It's interesting because we're always fed this idea that we need to be around others, around friends, acquaintances, significant others in order to be happy and whole. That's really untrue. Because being alone and happy in your own company, personally, I feel like is the key aspect to life. I think everything starts to unfold in a positive way after you have worked on yourself and become content with being on your own because once you have that grasp once you have that knowledge of who you are and what you're capable of doing by yourself the options that you have with others it's like sky's the limit if you can do it by yourself imagine how much more you can achieve with other people around you and supporting you because you already have that strong relationship with yourself. So it only goes up from there, right? So at the end of the day, you come into the world by yourself and you leave by yourself. So these moments throughout our lives, which are long, right? We have a huge lifespan. (laughs) Like our lives are the longest things we will ever experience. And we are continuously with ourselves and during that time i want to say for the most part you're going to be with other people 
you're going to be with siblings when you grow up. You're going to be with family when you grow up. You're going to eventually go off and start your own family for some people or you're going to be with your friends when you get older or you're going to be in some sort of community with other people. So it's so important to take this time to cherish the time that you spend by yourself because you're going to be with so many people throughout your lifetime that you want to make time for yourself. It should be a goal. So in times that you are by yourself and you find yourself with, let's say, no plans or nothing to do on the weekend or you just aren't really socializing a lot recently so you've been spending a lot more time by yourself, I think it's really important to not waste the time that you have with yourself. Waste it by, you know, being unhappy or wishing that you were able to spend time with other people. I think it's important to observe the time that you have and to tune into that present moment that you have with yourself. I feel like that's where I need to do the most work in terms of being alone because when I'm by myself, I feel like I tend to not live in the present, but I feel, you know, like I'm sometimes worried about the future, like overthinking aspects of my life that are not happening right now, either thinking about the past or thinking about the future. And I've talked about this so many times, I feel like in my videos and my podcast episodes, but it's really something that's like challenging for me. So when you're not um, present in the moment that you're in right now, you're not really taking advantage of the time that you are in by yourself. And a lot of the times overthinking happens when you're by yourself, right? So either dwelling in the past or being anxious about the future when you're by yourself ultimately makes people not want to spend time by themselves, right? Because you don't want to be stuck in this anxious or fearful mindset. And that normally happens when you're not distracted, when you don't have other things going on, when you're not talking to other people or being surrounded by other people. So when you're by yourself, you're in this kind of more vulnerable state, I guess you could say, and people don't really want to be in that state because it's scary. It's weird and you don't want to be, you know, uncomfortable in life, obviously. But at the same time, it's like sometimes you just got to do it. Sometimes you just got to push yourself to be uncomfortable by yourself so that you can get used to it and realize that, you know, this time by yourself is necessary. You have to move through the emotions of being uncomfortable, overthinking, not liking being alone. And then all of a sudden, you know, with the more time that you spend, you start to feel differently about yourself. You start to appreciate things about yourself and you start to appreciate the time that you have by yourself because it allows you to pay more attention to who you are. And during this time, it's important to talk and listen to yourself. And I'm not saying that every single time you're by yourself and you're spending time by yourself, you have to be actively growing this relationship with yourself. It's totally fine to spend some days lounging on your bed, no thoughts in the world, binging a TV show or, you know, doing random things by yourself, like your day-to-day activities and not consciously thinking about growing this relationship with yourself it's not always going to be like that obviously but I think that a lot of the times people forget to even have these moments of solitude and being able to talk and to listen to yourself and to give yourself what you need in certain moments of your life you need to ask yourself in these times when maybe you're feeling uncomfortable alone and you're not having a good time being alone, you need to ask yourself, what do I need in this moment? And then give it to yourself. 
For example, things that I would do are if for the whole entire day I'm feeling anxious and you know, let's say I had to work during the morning into the afternoon and now I have free time. So I'm just sitting with myself. Instead of finding something to distract myself after I've been distracted during the day because I've been doing other things, I will sit down and be like, okay, what do I need? I'm feeling very anxious. What do I need right now? Let me journal. Let me get my thoughts out. Let me figure out the way that I'm feeling because a lot of the times you can just feel anxious for example during the day but not have enough time to really sit down and think hmm why is this happening to me and I feel like a lot of people's first initial reaction to that is going to be let me call my friend distract myself let me go out hang out do something get out of the house let me not pay attention to this feeling because it's easier and trust me it is (laughs) It's so much easier to do that, but that's not going to fix whatever's going on. It's only going to postpone it to later on affect you in, let's say, a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months, because regardless of what it is, it's going to catch up with you. So you might as well take the time to figure out what you need and then give it to yourself. If you're feeling stagnant, if you're feeling stuck, then do something creative. Go and read, maybe. Go and you know, watch a movie, watch a good TV show, um, paint, I don't know, do something creative that you like, start knitting, start crocheting, go out and start doing yoga, like, these are all very surface level things that you could think of doing, but I'm sure there's more ideas in your guys' minds of things that would help you kind of get out of this stuck place, like, for a long time, I remember a couple years ago, I was in that headspace of being really stuck and feeling super uncomfortable like when it comes to my free time and what I wanted to do with myself and I started painting and it was so much fun like I'm not an artist and I think I'm like not terrible at it like I'm not one of those people that like picks up a pencil and like absolutely just trashes the paper but I'm definitely not an artiste of any sorts So painting was a little bit out of my comfort zone, I guess you could say, but it was so much fun to me. It was something to, you know, feel creative and get me out of a regular everyday routine because I never painted before that. I went to Walmart, I bought some freaking paints and I bought some canvases and I just, I just did my thing and it was so fun. And now I still have a couple paintings that I have from that time of my life. Um, They're not super cute, but they're good memories and I don't really paint that much anymore, but You know, at the time, it was an extremely good outlet to spend time by myself and to do something for myself, right? Other examples are if you are feeling really, let's say, high energy, like you're very, you know, like wired in the moment and you have so much energy but nothing to do, go to the gym, go on a walk, get that energy out in some way, shape or form. Go on, like sit on your floor, which is also what I used to do before I started going to the gym do some fucking sit-ups, do some crunches, work on those abs because it's going to help you. Sometimes things like this feel stupid. I'm just going to say that. Like little things that you do on your own time when you don't feel good and like the first thing that pops in your mind is to get up and do some like standing sprints. Like you feel stupid doing it, but you're helping yourself. You're doing something for yourself in that moment. So don't, don't overthink it. Just do it. Like I started going to the gym Mm, six months ago I think best thing that's ever fucking happened to me in my life (laughs) okay 
that was a little dramatic. But I feel so good. I started going for my mental health. And now I have like started thinking about aesthetics and like, you know, my health overall, um, my physical health as well, and just strengthening, you know, the muscles in my body. And it's like, it's so fun. It's so fun. It's like little things that you think, let's say, maybe, maybe the painting thing that I started, maybe I would be a world-class artist today. I don't know, but that's why you have to try it out. That's why you have to give yourself that chance, depending on how you're feeling, to do something and you never know what doors and opportunities it'll open for you and speaking of the gym it also allowed me to have more social activity I guess you could say in my life because before I went to the gym I didn't really have any outlets to be very social apart from talking to my friends that I already had and obviously you know they're busy they do their own thing so there's only so much time that I could see them and I have a confession to make. I haven't made many more friends probably since high school. And I think I talked about that a little bit in my friendship episode, but I haven't. I haven't been very good at making friends. So when I went to the gym, I obviously was a bit socially awkward at the beginning. I didn't really talk to anybody, but eventually started meeting more and more people, started becoming friends with other people. And now I have created a social outlet for myself like I've made more friends and I've become more social and friendly and met new people so it's like it's so fun and I didn't expect that to happen I started going to the gym because I had severe anxiety (laughs) and a lot of emotions that I had to release and then many things started happening to me because of that right so these are things that I decided to do by myself not things that I said oh, let me go do this with my friend because I don't want to do this by myself. No, I did it for myself and by myself. So other examples, if you're tired, go take a nap, go relax, go take a bath. If you're actually feeling good today, if you're feeling content and you're by yourself, then go do the tasks that you've been putting off because Lord knows I have so many on my list of to-dos. And sometimes the days where you're not feeling good, where you're feeling anxious or stagnant or tired, you don't want to do these things. So take advantage of these times when you're on your own, when you're feeling good to do the things that have been in your mind so that in the future, you're not as overwhelmed about getting them done. Another really important aspect about being alone but not lonely, is to cherish the time that you do spend with other people. Because like I said earlier, you spend the majority of your life with others in the time span of, let's say, 80 years, which is an average life, I think, maybe less. But you spend majority of your life with other people, socializing with other people, working with other people, etc. So when you are with them, a lot of the times, you don't cherish the moments that you spend with other people. You just go about your day-to-day and you have these experiences with others and you don't necessarily think so highly of them. So I think an aspect to think about is to actually cherish the interactions. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. With everyday people and put some more significance on them because, you know, we're often surrounded by so many people that we take it for granted. So it's important to be intentional in the moment, even the smallest things. When you're talking to a cashier or a person walking down the side of the road or even your parents, your mom, when she leaves for work in the morning, you know, a lot of us have busy lives and we don't really pay attention to the people that are walking in and out of our lives every single day. Cherish the little things that you normally would just look past and appreciate those moments realistically because life is short. I don't know. Now... I also think it's extremely important, I think I touched on this a little bit at the beginning, but it's extremely important to not waste your time alone. I think when you have this aspect of the time by yourself, you have to take advantage of it. Use this time for several different things, first of all, but use this time to reflect Okay, reflect on yourself, reflect on your day, reflect on your life experiences, ground yourself. Sometimes my life gets so hectic that I actually have, you know, things to do every single day. I'm running around, I'm, you know, seeing this person on that day, seeing another person on this day. From the time that I wake up to the time that I go to bed, I have things that I need to do, right? So you don't ever have time to appreciate this time by yourself. So when you are by yourself it's important to ground yourself and to come back to who you are it's like it's complicated to explain but sometimes there's so many experiences that you're having in a day-to-day you're not really paying attention to yourself whatsoever you're paying attention to the exterior world so when you finally do get a chance to be by yourself don't waste it take that time to ground yourself to you know get back to who you are and do things for yourself like i said earlier like even brainstorming for the future, the different goals that you have, manifesting things that are coming for you and what you really want in your life for your future. Because again, like I said, life comes at you quick. People are doing things day in, day out that sometimes you're not even thinking about what's coming in a couple of years. You're only thinking about what's coming tomorrow because there's just so much going on. So take advantage of that time by yourself to do things like that. It really allows yourself to get to know you deeper when you make time to do things like that. Now, I also think an important thing that you can do when you're by yourself is to do fun things alone that you would do with your friends. Sometimes we have these ideas of fun things that we could do and we immediately think, who am I going to do this with? Which one of my friends would be able to come with me to do this? And rather than doing that, just you know, think to yourself, when was the last time I hung out with me? And then go and fucking do it by yourself, babe. (laughs) Go and enjoy that time by yourself. And instead of seeing it as a chore to do something by yourself, which is sometimes how my mind is, it's like when I know I have to do things, I see it as a chore rather than seeing it as an opportunity to spend by yourself, which is a much better mindset to look at it as, isn't it? Take those times, do those things by yourself when you've realized maybe, oh, I don't know when the last time I just hung out with myself and did something for me was. Well, then go and do it. 
go and make that time for yourself because that's just as important as making time to spend with your other friend that you haven't seen for a couple weeks. I think it's also really important to be active, to move, to do things, to get creative. I feel like I talked about that and it's really just something that allows you to spend time with yourself and really, you know, think about what excites you and what makes you feel happy and almost like alive I guess you could say because being creative is such an important aspect of life and it really just comes from you like there's no need to be collaborative or no need to you know feel like you need input from anybody else but do these creative elements and have outlets like that that only rely on yourself and only need the approval of you whether that's like I said earlier painting or maybe your creative outlet is writing or maybe it's you know planning some photo shoot that you want to do or going outside and taking some pictures of the nature or the city and then posting them it's definitely something that will connect you more with yourself at the end of the day it's about loving yourself loving who you are and simply even though it might not be that simple but and simply just enjoying being with you not ignoring the feelings of being uncomfortable by yourself and not avoiding being by yourself because that's when you'll start to feel really terrible when you end up by yourself you know like sometimes you cherish your time with other people so much like let's say a plan doesn't work out or you're not able to go meet up with this friend that day that when you realize okay well I don't have any other plans I'm going to be by myself today all hell breaks loose you're like holy shit I don't want to be by myself today I want to be doing anything other than being by myself today and that's when it can get a little sad because you start to dwell so hard on the fact that you're not spending any time with yourself When in reality, if you have already almost quote-unquote mastered this element of being alone but not feeling like you're in a lack mindset and not feeling lonely, then whenever a plan doesn't work out or you end up spending the weekend by yourself or a Friday night by yourself, let's say, you feel happy about it. You're like, ah, okay, I get to spend some time with me. I wasn't planning on doing that, but honestly, maybe it's meant to be. Maybe I did need to spend a little bit of time with myself tonight. All right, I'm going to move on to some questions that I got on my Instagram from you guys um, before we wrap this baby up. I do have a couple a couple of good questions, so we're not done just yet. Don't leave, okay? My first question was, what's your favorite way to spend time alone? I have so many, I have so many ways that I like spending time by myself. Um, I think number one favorite thing would be journaling. I obviously really like to just do things like sit in my bed and watch TV, but sometimes it's not what I need and I choose to do that anyways. And then I get to the point where I'm like, okay, wait, I actually need to pay attention and be aware that I'm alone right now and not just kind of like zone into social media or zone into media in general. I grab my journal, I play some music, I light some incense, I write about my feelings and the way that journaling literally like opens up another like level of myself is really awesome. Like it's really cool because I get to talk to myself 
And like I said so many times, I feel like this episode, there's so many times where you go through your life and you're not actually consciously thinking about the way that you feel, but you're just feeling that way. Like if you're just anxious during the day or just sad during the day or just low energy during the day and you go through your whole entire day and the next day and the next day and you don't pay attention to those feelings. When I journal, it's me paying conscious attention to these feelings and like figuring out why I feel this way, what I can do about it, what I can't do about it, what I have to let go. And a lot of the times people don't take the time to just sit down and think about it without writing it down, like to actually just pause your life for a second and think about these feelings I mean some people might but that's not the way that I work so when I make a decision to actually journal I'm making a decision to do that in the moment you know because I'm writing these feelings down and that kind of goes hand in hand with like therapy because I feel like that's the same thing you're just talking to a trusted advisor about these feelings and then getting input back from them so that's probably my favorite way to spend my time alone for sure Next question is, do you ever feel like being alone is better than not being alone? Um, yes, I very much do. I think that I see my friends pretty regularly and sometimes I will not, like I'll purposefully decide that I shouldn't go do something with them because I know that I need to spend time with myself and I think I know these things because I understand my feelings so well because I journal and because I am kind of like tuned in with the way that I work and the way that I feel so for an example if I like just went out for a night of drinking and my friends want to go out again (laughs) like the next day um a lot of the times I'll say no, unless there's like really something that I can't miss that's going to be amazing. But for the most part, it's kind of like, you know, the same vibes every time we go out. It's a fun time for sure. But it's like after I spend one night doing that, like let's say I do that on a Friday night, when I get to Saturday and I'm hungover and I'm tired and I would love to spend some time by myself, but obviously I equally love spending time with my friends, I make that decision in the moment to take the time to spend by myself because I know it's going to be better for me in the future and by the future I mean like the next day I know it'll be better for me to not be drinking at night and to not be you know staying up till 6 a.m again and to actually get back into a balanced routine and maybe that just makes me sound like an old woman because it's definitely starting to make me feel like that in my head right now because if that was me like two years ago I would jump at the idea to spend countless nights with my friends and drinking and partying but right now I just feel like one night is good (laughs) and then the next day I'll choose to go home and to spend time by myself and in those moments I definitely think it's better to be by myself than to be with others but then there's also times where I know it's better to be with other people because I need that element of social, you know, social activity because I've spent, let's say, two, three days by myself and now I know that I want to talk with other people and I want to be social and I want to get out of my own head for a little bit. It's really balanced at the end of the day. It's knowing what you need based on your own feelings. Some people might need a week before they get their social battery up and they can go spend time with other people. Some people might need a couple days. Like, I think everybody is like that in a way where they need some time by themselves until they're, like, ready to go spend time with other people again. 
Sarah had a really good question and I think she had two that sound like really good questions here. So one says, can wanting to be left alone be addictive? Absolutely. I think people can get so comfortable being by themselves, almost too comfortable to the point where they would rather be by themselves than with anybody else. And I feel like the only way for that to kind of stop happening is when you realize on your own that you're you're missing out on experiences with other people because you've become too comfortable with being by yourself. And it's weird to say, it's like, can you be too comfortable on your own? And I think yes. And I feel like there's always like a backstory behind it. You don't just get too comfortable being by yourself because you're just so happy being by yourself. You get too comfortable being on your own because like you've been so disappointed, let's say, by other people in your life or you've been let down by so many other people that you just don't want to open yourself up to being let down by any other people in your life that you'd rather be by yourself. And I feel like when you choose to be by yourself and you almost get quote-unquote addicted to being by yourself, it's because you're avoiding other situations that you just don't want to put yourself through. Um, And I think that the way to kind of get yourself out of that cycle is to slowly start to put yourself out there again because everybody's going to get to the point where they crave that socialization with other people and they crave that want and need to be with others again so it's only going to be a matter of time until you want to be with others again so take it easy on yourself if you feel like you need that two three weeks on your own and you feel like you're really starting to like get too comfortable just listen to yourself listen to what you need and if after that time span you want to go out again and you want to start seeing your friends and you want to go do things with other people, take your baby steps and go and do that. Okay, Sarah also asked, in your opinion, are people who are quote-unquote losers only the ones who feel lonely? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, I'm thinking about this in a really high school mentality. Like, I'm thinking about the movies, like the losers in the movies and the popular kids in the movies. And this can be considered in any aspect of life. You don't have to be thinking about high school. It's just that type of person, I guess you could say. I definitely think, like, sometimes the quote-unquote losers are the ones that actually have their shit together. They're the ones that are more comfortable being on their own and therefore don't feel as intimidated or crave this need to be with others as much and I think that people that are maybe considered the more popular ones or who are always with their friends you never see them by themselves are the ones that are not capable of being by themselves those are the people that are not comfortable with themselves they're not comfortable with the thoughts that they have in their head and they don't know how to navigate their own emotions so they ignore them And they go off and spend time with other people every single day because they don't want to be sat in a position where they have to spend time with themselves or where they have to, you know, pay attention to their own feelings. So they just go out of their way to be overly social, to spend time outside of their homes every single day. And that's when it can get a little sticky because the second that you're by yourself for however long it is, if it's 30 minutes before you go hang out with your next friend, You're stuck in that mindset and you're like, holy fuck, now all of my emotions are coming to me now because I haven't spent time to think about anything on my own because I've been so distracted with other people 
that I don't have any concept of self whatsoever. So I definitely don't think that people that are considered losers are the loneliest people out there. If anything, they might be the ones that are most comfortable with themselves. Another person asked, dealing with this after a breakup. And my post that I wrote was ask me questions about being alone but not lonely. So that's the context of it. Um, (laughs) Boy, do I literally not want to talk about this because I'm kind of having a rough day right now. I don't know if you guys could tell, Um, but I will for you guys. I think this is might might possibly be the hardest time frame to get comfortable with being alone is when you have gone through a breakup because for a lot of people being with another person almost removes the aspect of loneliness in general it's like you barely ever feel lonely because you're constantly talking to another person you're constantly having someone that you can make plans with whenever you want to do anything you're able to take this person along and you just rarely really feel lonely. So when you no longer have that person in your life and you're actually by yourself and you lack so much interaction with a person that you constantly spoke to, this element of loneliness is huge. Like you are literally left by yourself. It feels like a part of you is no longer there. So loneliness just eats you up. And the thing about that is it doesn't last forever, let me tell you that, but it can be very difficult to deal with at the beginning because, like I said, you're so used to having another person around all the time. So I think it's also one of the biggest lessons that people learn after breakups from my own and from, you know, what I've learned from other people's as well, is that being alone is not as bad as you expect it to be because a lot of people are fearful of breakups because they don't want to be alone and it's just really not as bad as you imagine it to be like I know for me it was definitely a thing that I thought about when I was going through my breakup and I'm like damn like I don't know how I'm gonna do this by myself like I was so used to having like a support system there constantly and now that I don't have that anymore like I really don't know how I'm going to feel like if I'm going to feel like content being by myself ever again and let me tell you I do so it it's definitely something that you have to put extra effort into like everything that I've talked about in this whole entire episode like these are elements that you have to be paying attention to and really working towards And a breakup actually gives you the opportunity to think about these things when maybe you never thought about it before because you never really had to be alone. When you're by yourself, finally, you have so much opportunity to work on yourself. And I think it's so important to take that time to work on yourself, please. Because a lot of people, a lot of people will ignore that aspect of being alone after a breakup and just fill their time up with other things because they want to distract themselves from their emotions and I think that's probably the worst thing that you could possibly do for yourself during a breakup but it happens take the time to pay attention to your feelings to pay attention to yourself because a breakup can leave you in a state where you don't know who you are anymore and now is your opportunity to figure out who you are to figure out what you want out of life figure out what you want out of a future partner figure out what you want out of yourself what you're capable of and revisiting these old things that maybe you did before when you were single and realizing holy shit 
oh my god, yeah, I am the same person that I was. I am capable of doing all these things by myself. I am capable of everything that I thought that I wasn't because I was in a relationship and never thought about these things. It's a really complex thing to talk about and I'm kind of talking about it briefly, um, but there really is an element to it where you relearn things about yourself when you allow yourself to spend time by yourself. And I think that's why it's important to not hop into something right after you get out of a relationship to not like hop into another relationship because you're just distracting yourself from the element of being alone which can be very scary but also very beneficial because if you continue to distract yourself and you don't address the things that you that need to be healed or need to be worked on when you're by yourself then eventually someone great I feel like it's always going to happen you know no matter how much time passes eventually someone great is going to walk into your life and if you haven't spent you know let's say the past six months or year or two years between now and your last relationship working on yourself or doing anything for yourself or spending time with yourself you're going to meet this amazing awesome person that you really like and that you know fits into your life perfectly, but you're not going to be capable of maintaining a relationship because you never spent time working on yourself. And it's just going to be sad to see somebody that you really could see yourself with, let's say, and not being able to pursue it because you're not in that headspace yet. It's like you don't want to miss out on a really great person because you didn't spend the time that you were single actually working on yourself. And that's all I have to say about that breakup situation. I think in general, take advantage of the time now that you are not in a relationship to be by yourself. Genuinely, genuinely take advantage of it because it's probably the most important thing that you have the ability to work on while you're single. And it can be really sad and it can be really, really lonely, but that's the portion of your life where you work towards being alone, but not being lonely. And that's where you grow the most. Alrighty, kids. Thank you so much for your questions for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to this. Like I said earlier, we have one more episode coming, so I hope you guys are excited to hear it. I hope you're excited to see what's coming next in season two. I am for sure excited for you guys to see it. Once again, don't forget to follow the Instagram. It's at Between You and Me Podcast. I love you guys so much. I really appreciate you all and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye guys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.